Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from another world who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can change the course of mighty rivers, bend steel in his bare hands. And who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. But before we join Superman, here is an important message. Fellows and girls, have you ever seen a squadron of American bombers roaring through the air in formation? Have you seen newsreel pictures of Uncle Sam's destroyers cutting through the seas on patrol in search of enemy subs and surface raiders? I'm sure you have. And I bet you were thrilled. You probably felt terribly proud, too. Well, if you've been buying war-saving stamps regularly, you have a right to be proud. Not only because those planes and those ships represent the fighting spirit of America, but because you helped to build them. Yes, sir. Every time you bought a war-saving stamp, your money helped by the labor and materials that are used to make planes and ships and equipment to knock out the Nazis and the Japs. So, next time you hear some boy or girl on your block say, Oh, shucks, what difference does it make if I buy one stamp or not? What difference can one dime make? You tell them that it does make a difference. It makes a big difference. Tell them, for instance, that five dimes will buy enough fuel oil to take an American destroyer one full mile closer to its objective. Or that one dime will buy five forty-five caliber bullets. Tell them that if every boy and girl in the United States bought just one ten-cent war-saving stamp every day, it would add up to enough money to buy a lot of swift pursuit planes with which our Army and Navy forces could blast the axis out of the air. And while you're at it, you might remind them that this is one way that all you fellows and girls can help to win this war. Now, after all, everybody can't join Uncle Sam's armed forces. But all of us can buy war-saving stamps. So talk it over with Mother and Dad tonight. Tell them you want to help Uncle Sam win this war by buying war-saving stamps regularly, every single day if possible. And I'm sure they'll be glad to cooperate. And now, the adventures of Superman. Superman and his companions in adventure, Jimmy Olsen, Lois Lane, and editor Perry White of the Daily Planet, are now on an expedition headed by the eccentric Dr. Leander Cameron to find the lost continent of Atlantis, believed to be lying at the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean. In our last episode, we heard how Dr. Cameron's multi-depth submarine and bathosphere was attacked by a Nazi U-boat, and how Jimmy Olsen was critically injured. Superman saved our friends from harm, and carefully holding the injured Jimmy under one arm, grasped the Nazi sub with his free hand, and flew with them to a Navy base 600 miles away. We resume our story today at the home of a Navy doctor at a certain American naval base. Our scene, the living room of the doctor's home. The doctor is seated in a chair, reading a book, as the telephone rings urgently. Yes? 
Yes, it's Dr. Crane. Lieutenant Forbes calling from the basin. Yeah, put him through. Hello. Yes, Lieutenant. What's that? A man dressed in a red cape and a blue... Brought an enemy submarine in and left it. Fly. Having the submarine in his hands... Now, Lieutenant, have you been... He's on his way here. But that's impossible. No man can fly without a plane. Now, wait a minute. There's someone at the door now. I'll call you later. All right, all right. I'm coming. Yes, what is it you... Great Scott. A man in a red cape and a blue suit. No time for descriptions, Commander. This boy is critically injured. You've got to do something. But where? How is... Commander, I'll explain later. Right now, this boy is critically injured. Yes, of course. Come in. Now, now then. Bring the boy into my operating room. In through here. Yes, Commander. Yes. How did all this happen? Never mind that. The boy is suffering from a severe blow on the head. Following it, he bled from the nose and ears. Ah, sounds like a fractured skull. Put him on the table. Yes. Oh. Oh, there, there, Jim. Everything's going to be all right. Yeah, let me get a boat. Yeah. Who are you, sir? I told you, you flew in carrying a submarine in one hand and this boy in the other. I'm called Superman. Superman? Of course. I've heard of you, but I... I seriously doubted that you could exist. And to see you with my own eyes, I... Oh. Boy's pulse is very low. I'd better give him a stimulant. How did the accident occur? Does that matter? No, I suppose not. I'm just interested in knowing. You seem a little upset yourself. I am. I'm worried. If this boy dies... Yeah, we'll do our best to save him. Roll back his sleeve, please. I'll have this hypodemic ready in a second or two. All right. All right. There. That ought to help him a bit. I'll have to take an X-ray of his head. I've got to be absolutely sure of his condition before anything is done. How long will that take? Only a few moments. Wheel that table over here near the X-ray machine, will you? I'll get things ready while you're doing that. Anything you say. About here? No, that's just right. Now, let me move the camera over above his head. All right. There we are. Now I'll have the picture in no time at all. There. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'll develop these in that dark room there at once. Right. Right. I couldn't see any broken bones in Jimmy's head, but then I may be wrong. No, I hope I haven't come too late. I have. If anything happens to Jimmy, I'll... Jim. Jim, boy, can you hear me? Jim, you've got to pull through, you hear? The doctor's going to do everything he can for you, but you've got to help him. Can you hear me, Jim? Can you? I don't know whether he can hear me or not. Pulse is getting a little stronger, though. Stimulant's beginning to work. Only, Doctor, I think the boy's going to be all right. What? You mean... The x-ray shows a near fracture, but it's not as serious as we thought. Oh. A week or so ought to see him out of the hospital. Thank heaven for that. Now look here, man. What about yourself? You must be exhausted. Me? Oh, no, no. I- I've got to get back to... to... Yes? Oh, never mind. Doctor, I'm leaving this boy in your care. I'm sure I can depend on you to see him through this until his friends come to take him home. I'm a Navy man, sir. You can depend on any Navy man. Good. And I won't spend any more time here. I have other work to do. Yes, but just take a moment, care of that boy. Up, up, and away! Meanwhile, aboard Dr. Cameron's multi-depth submarine and bathosphere... But can't we wait until, well, maybe just until morning? No, I'm sorry, Miss Lane, we can't. I've got to reach the spot where I believe Atlantis is located on schedule. I can't risk changing weather conditions and all that sort of thing. But why, Leander? We have a supply problem, you know. Enough food for just such and such a length of time. Oil for so many running hours and so on. Minutes are precious to the success of our expedition, and we must not waste them. 
I was hoping Nicodemus would take another day to fix those electric motors. Uh, fortunately, he located the trouble a lot quicker than we expected. Wonderful man, Nicodemus. Sensitive, but wonderful. Well, I suppose you're right. But somehow, I hate to leave this spot. So do I. It was here at this spot that, that Clark was shot and fell overboard. Yes, he, he threw his life away to save mine. Somehow, it, it's like tearing yourself away from the grave of a, a close friend. I didn't realize that Kent meant so much to you, Lois. I didn't either. He's gone now, and I I miss him. You miss him, don't you? Yes. Yes, very much. He was a real man, Lois. I regret the many times that I misjudged him. Oh, I... Another thing. I wonder if... I wonder if Superman reached a doctor before it was too late no, for Jimmy. Now, don't worry, Lois. He didn't fail. He never does. No, not with something he can control. But Jimmy might have, might have died... Seconds after Superman left. Well, all we can do is now is hope for the best. Uh, how far are we, Leander, from the spot in the Atlantic where you believe we'll find the lost continent? Well, as I figured, Perry, we should reach there in another 20 hours. Then, of course, our real work, I should say the real exciting part of our work, will begin. I see. And how far down below the surface do you figure that Atlantis lies? Well, I don't know exactly. The Atlantic Ocean in spots is over six miles deep. What? Well, you certainly don't expect to go down six miles into the ocean. Oh, dear me, how silly women can be at times. I resent that. Now, Lois. I didn't mean to insult you, but really, Miss Lane, such remarks. Of course I don't expect to go down six miles below the surface. That would be impossible. Oh, excuse me. I didn't think there was anything you couldn't do, Doctor. In fact, I've begun to think of you as a sort of scientific superman. Have you really? Oh. Well, I suppose I might be called that. My work is certainly superior to all others. And if I succeed in finding the lost continent never of Atlantis... Mind, never mind, never mind all that chatter now, Leander. Um, now, get back to the subject. How far below the surface do you think we'll find the lost continent? According to my reckoning, based on many years of scientific research, I would say we shall find Atlantis about two or three miles below the surface. Now, wait a minute, Leander. Wait a minute. That's impossible. Two or three miles below the surface... Why, why, we'd never be able to withstand the pressure. No, of course not. Not if we were in an ordinary submarine. But in the Cameron multi-depth submarine in Bathysphere, that will withstand water pressure to three miles, and perhaps more. What about us? Will we be able to stand it? With ease, as long as we remain in the compression tank. Well, how does that work, Leander? Very simple, Perry. Elementary, in fact. When the time comes to submerge to that tremendous depth, we shall all get into the compression tank. There we shall be perfectly comfortable and at our ease. So long as the pressure is maintained inside the tank that the human body can stand. You'll probably notice that one wall of the tank is the submarine itself. And that in it is set a large pressure-proof window made of specially designed glass through which we shall be able to see all that lies about us two or three miles below the surface. Well, I'll say one thing, Leander. You convinced me you were right when we were in Metropolis. But there's a great difference in listening to you expound your theories in the safety of my office from listening to you inside the submarine of yours. Are you sure this tub will withstand the pressure of three miles below the surface? If my test mean anything, it will. And, sir, I resent your calling the Cameron Muggedep submarine in Bathysphere a tub. All right, all right, I apologize. But do your test mean anything? A test is simply a test, Perry. One can't be really sure of anything new until the actual conditions are met and overcome. Well, I only hope that we overcome the conditions. I don't want the conditions to overcome us. <laughs> uh, joke, excellent, excellent. <laughs> I, well, I, I think the time has come for us to submerge again. The batteries must be charged by this time. Uh, Nicodemus! Nicodemus! Yes? We'd better submerge now. Who's running this submarine? You or me? Well, really, Nicodemus. I'll submerge when I'm good and ready. And when will you be ready? I'm ready now. We'll submerge. That's just what I said. Submerge. 
A sensitive man, Nicodemus. Very sensitive. Meanwhile, as the multi-depth submarine prepares to submerge, Superman arrives and hovers over it, suddenly realizing that he has a seemingly insoluble problem on his hands. Now, what in the world am I going to do about this? How can I return aboard the submarine as Clark Kent without somehow explaining that I'm not dead? They all saw the German U-boat commander shoot me, and they saw me fall into the ocean and sink from view. Well, I, I am in a spot. Probably the worst spot in my entire career. I wonder how in the world I can get myself out of this. <laughs> yes, how is Superman going to get himself out of this one? How can he possibly arrive aboard the submarine as Claw Kent when the others saw Kent topple from the deck and sink beneath the waves, apparently shot dead? Well, let's leave it to Superman to figure out, and let's be with him tomorrow to see how he does it. And be sure to listen every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station. Tune in and follow The Adventures of Superman. By all means, don't forget to tune in to Superman tomorrow for another thrilling and exciting episode. And don't forget to talk to Mother and Dad before you go to bed tonight about making arrangements to buy war-saving stamps regularly. Start the day off right tomorrow. Buy at least one ten-cent war-saving stamp first thing after breakfast. And remember what I told you at the beginning of this program. Every single dime is important because all our dimes put together can go a long way to help pay for the guns and tanks and planes and ships we need to knock out the Nazis and the Japs. And here's an idea. Why don't you get together with your friends tomorrow and make a joint pledge to buy war-saving stamps every time you've got a dime? See which of you can buy the most war-saving stamps every week and every month. In that way, you'll be doing your share to win this war. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look! Look in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Follow the adventures of Superman every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station. Superman is directed by George Lothar and is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine. This is Mutual.